So, um, I've, I've been really looking forward to having this conversation with you. Hi. Yeah, wing this boy wonder here. Yeah, and I've always wanted to talk about, ever since we've had that, you, you were here in Toronto last time, we had a conversation about, like, my career choices and, and um, ambitions in life in mm-hmm. relation to, like, the heroes that we connect with. It's really put me in a space of self-reflection, you know, especially to have a new job. Right. And I just really wanted to, you know, have a conversation with you about it in the sense of, um, like, I find that oftentimes in us in society, you don't really, like, know what we want to do or what we want out of life. Mm-hmm. And I do find, like, especially with you and I among our group of friends, like, the heroes that inspire us have played a role in terms of our career choices. I don't know how it is for you. I don't know if that's something you can speak on in terms of that. I would say the biggest thing that connects me to my heroes in, in that regard is the sense that um, I always kind of pursue jobs that, at the end of the day, it's a sense of like fulfillment or happiness. Um, like, for instance, up to my prior job, I was working in the gym, very small job, but I felt just the interaction of helping people was, uh, you know, just just made me feel good. And I think that's a good way to, uh, to judge if you're in the right field or not. Um, for instance, like, if I had to compare it to a hero before going to details of my actual job, uh, if you look at Spider-Man, Spider-Man, being broke, more or less, most of the time, still at the end of the day, can sleep with a smile on his face, um, knowing that he's out there doing what he loves, no matter what uh, the consequences are, and that's, I think, is very, very important, and that's how you can actually measure if you're doing well in life and such. Like, right now, I work with uh, special needs kids, uh, in a primary school, and I go to bed. That's every not night. easy. Uh, it's it's not, but the reward is greater than the work itself. Mm. The net gain is significant, and I uh, I really enjoy it. And I think that's a, that's really what people should aim for. I agree. Um, and um, last year I spoke, we were talking about how you know a lot of pe- people would see you as an exceptional teacher. But one of the, the powerful things that you said was that uh, you care too much. Mm. And that's the reason why you couldn't be a teacher. And that really had, in terms of our conversation, that really put me in a space of self-reflection, a sense of like, what do I want? Mm. Especially, you know, I also, I'm in community work, which, you know, is pretty much puts us in the same field, right? you know, helping. Um, and for me, um, one of the characters that really inspired me is Captain America, you know, Superman. And they're always about, like, inspiring people and um, encouraging people and helping people, you know, find and be the best versions of themselves. And mm-hmm. the same way, like, I try to do my best to do that. I know that's the same case for you, too. Yeah. And um, I remember one of the questions you're asking me is, um, do I want, essentially, the kind of, in the work I do, do I want to be a teacher assistant where you're really helping? Because like, when you have a classroom, no matter what, or a group of kids, whether it's a community center, whatever it is, a community center or a classroom, that there's always going to be kids that, like, fall through the cracks. Yeah. Like, you can't prevent that. And am I trying to teach the group of kids? Mm. Or am I trying to teach the kids that are falling between, the, the inevitable kids that fall between the cracks? Yeah. And I remember how you said, like, neither is bad. It's just, like, really, like, kind of check your ego in terms of what you want out of life. Exactly. And um, for me, really looking at it, uh, I realized that... I'm more in like I enjoy helping regardless, but I know when I have to focus on that one kid, 
that needs help, you know, whether it's special needs or not, I can't help, I can't get a bunch of other things done because that one kid requires so much attention because, it, and there's nothing wrong with that, I was that kid. Yeah. Funny enough, you were never, I don't think you were ever that kid who needed all that focus and attention. Um, thing of the sort. Exactly. So we're actually like opposite ends of the spectrum. It's kind of funny, <laughs> right? right? Um, I was that kid who needed that attention. And so I understand the importance of that. But like when I'm doing that, just like, I can't help like 15 other kids with their assignment because this one kid needs, you know, particular um attention, attention yeah. and focus on how to complete dil- diligent attention on him getting his assignment done or whatever it may be mm-hmm. as opposed to like you know the you know, the case where you're just like here here's the assignment here's what you're supposed to do here's how to solve the problem here's how to do what you're supposed to do. here's how to you know clean up um the youth space and then i can move on and go and do other things i've already you know given them given them the task and i've told them that they can do it and i've encouraged them that they can do it <clears throat> and so they do it yeah. As opposed to like that one kid who needs that one attention. There's even one in terms of, you know, as I have a new job, like I said, right? There's even one specific kid that like, there's so many times where like, I I don't get anything done the day because he comes to me. He's very comfortable with me, mm-hmm. but like, I can't get a lot of the things that he's do done in the day mm-hmm. because he just like, I, he's like, I, I tried to get him to read. Okay. It took no, I'm not like, it's not even a complex book. We're not talking about like catcher in the ride or something. <laughs> It no joke took me forty five minutes for him to get to get him to read two pages. Oh wow. Forty five minutes. Like I couldn't get anything like my coworkers saw like how fresh I'm like, oh my gosh, like I was like I got to, I got to a point where I'm like, you know what? You don't even have to retain anything. Just read the words on the page right here. I'll be That's, satisfied. Yeah, I'm like, I will lower my standards. <laughs> if you can just do this, mm. I'm okay with it. So really and truly I've I've come to understand that, like I want to in terms of like um, Cat, you know, Superman, like I said, Kai and Guilty Gear, um, a prevalent one out in, in this case too would be like Mega Man X because um, he creates like a utopia. Ended up turning into a dystopia in Mega Man Zero. That's a whole different conversation. Oh dear. <laughs> right? But like X wanted to create a place of, of peace where people could grow. And every I'm like, I, I, I want to facilitate change with people to support them and, you know, growing mm-hmm. but um in order for me to do that, I have to create the space for change but I can't get the change for everybody if that makes sense because yeah. I'm only one person there's only 24 hours in a day there's only so much I can do so to add to that I'd say um it's a common theme with superheroes in general like if you look at uh I'm gonna use Bruce as an example he started like you know trying to make a change by himself you know just simply with Gotham Mm. And then uh, you know, he eventually ended up joining the Justice League because he understood that the world is much bigger than he expects and he can't do it himself. Mm. That's why even like Superman and Captain America, you know, they're all, they're not solo acts, right? Yeah. They, they're part of like a bigger unit. Exactly. Because they know at the end of the day they can't do it by themselves. So I think it's a very important lesson to take away. Exactly. And that's some of the things I've had to learn. And so I've wondered why like my channel hasn't gotten to where I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Not in a sense of really comparing myself, but just really like, um, not, I don't, I realize like, social media statistics don't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I care less about views and more so just having a meaningful comment to have a conversation. Like even in terms of my, 
my Instagram posts, I don't really care about like getting like 50 likes. Like I've gotten that. It doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you remember this one uh, session I had with uh, Hiyushi. I don't know if I sent it to you. And then it was about um, like mental health and like therapy with regards to Demon Slayer. And there was a oh, guy, yeah. you, you know, you remember what I'm yeah, talking about, yeah. right? There, mm-hmm. there was a Navy SEAL who commented on it. And we ended up having a really good conversation about help and therapy and mental health. Mm-hmm. And that, that was it. Like, fuck the, I, I already saw it already. <laughs> forget the 50 comments. Like, I, so forget the 50 likes. I read the 50 comments. And not in the sense of, like, I had 50 people comment on it. But, like, I take more value from, like, the qualitative stuff. Where, like, okay. I'm actually having that conversation with somebody. Um, and so... One of the things I realized, I remember I was looking at a channel, I think um, it was, uh, it's called After School, okay. and it really inspired me to give me clarity in terms of, like, during this COVID time, to really give me clarity in terms of what I want to do yeah. with Black Nerd Talks, and so I realized that, um, yeah, that those those things don't matter, mm-hmm. and more so, um, what's it called, that when you're creating those YouTube videos, yeah. there's going to be people that are commenting. I remember it was one, he, after school, one video about like, how, like finding your career choice or what you want to do in life. And I remember going, looking to the comments and I saw how there's so many people who lacked direction in life. Mm-hmm. And for me, I felt that was very, that, that left me, that left me distraught because I could see so many people kind of like in pain mm-hmm. and, I don't know how I would have been able to cope with that in terms of like my own mental health, seeing so many people write, I don't know, you know, how to find purpose in life. And I'd want to, you know, help all these people. And there's no way I'd be able to do that. I'm only one person. I could see that like, in order for me to get to that point, I would have to learn to, the the way I worded it is just the same as your teacher assistant. And I'm more of like the teacher role, if you will, Mm -hmm. that I need to learn to trust into the Gabriels of the world. Okay. Um, because like I also saw that within those comments that there were people that were saying that were actually replying to the the people that you know didn't have direction. Mm-hmm. There were people that were replying to them as life coaches, like you know a lot of the positions that you do, like you know personal trainers, life coaches, like the stuff that you do, and they're actually giving people conversations to actually turn into like their own conversation, helping them. But like yeah. it's really for me to understand like if you want to follow that kind of role as like I guess you could say cap if you will mm-hmm. or in terms of like I said being a space for change you can't always be the facilitator of change you just have to create the space and the conversation for it yeah. and allow that to turn to something because like yeah you're just one person and it even makes me think of like what you were saying before in terms of like the, the teamwork within the Just League and the Avengers I know like Civil War is not your favorite movie but there's a lot of like personal character development with cap you know, with him saying, like, you know, no matter, like, if I see a situation point to self, I can't ignore it, right? And one of the other ones that he said was that, you know, you know, after this situation in Nigeria happened, you know, he's like, this job, um, you can't help everybody. But if you start, you know, focusing on that, then eventually, then maybe next time nobody gets helped. Can we really help? Yeah, exactly. I actually, I was going to bring that up. I wasn't sure if it was from a movie or a comic. It's something Cap said as in you can't save everybody, but, mm-hmm. you know, you do what you can and that's what's important. And if everyone were to do so, then the world would be such a, a better place. Exactly. And so for me, I realized I'm like, yeah, like there's certain, like um, where I'm working, one of the main things I've been trying to do is to, like you're going to be like, you're going to be adjective at this point in this conversation. <laughs> I need to find more gapes 
<laughs> essentially. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids who are falling through the cracks. And I, like, as much as, like, sometimes people were asking me to do it because, like, I can relate to them because, you know, I was one of those kids. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's more things I want to do. Like, I'm kind of moving away from, like, before my work was more so very, like, individual-based. But now I'm moving in terms of group-based work. Like, I'd rather have, like, ten people in the room and we have a conversation than me talking to that one kid. Yeah, okay. Um, it's not because, like, you know, I don't, I, like, as you said, like, you know, just checking my ego and whatnot. I don't think his ego or pride or feeling like, you know, I'm doing more than you. Is this that, like, I feel like I just work better like that when I have 10 as opposed to one. I just feel like I'm just more effective. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Like, um, you know, like, you know, since COVID happened, I started the, the, I don't know if, I don't know if I told you, but I have like a, um, a manga comic book. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Right. Like I, that's like good. I think there's a good, like 10 kids in there. That's I'd good. rather do that than just like read comics with one kid not to say that's a bad thing or it's less of value as you you know broke it down to me yeah. is that like I just I'm able to facilitate that and that's easier for me to do than to do one kid because it makes me feel like I feel a sense of anxiety yeah. and frustration that I'm not really doing as much as I can and so really and truly like, yeah that's been like my, my main focus is just really realizing like well the thing is like as much as Cap inspires people he's not talking to every individual person just like you know how like Peter, like all all the a lot of the missions that you do in Spider Man, like half of it, like you're not seeing. I can't see any of the Avengers doing any of those missions except maybe like you know Tony for like a car stolen, yeah. and even I can't really see Tony doing that. Exactly, not the more the the individual helping. They're more a uh, big picture per se. Exactly, like when you stop Hydra and the Avengers game, you stop Aim. Not like, um, hey, um, are you like they're not stopping human trafficking like that unless it's like human trafficking coupled with experimentation and. Stuff like that. They're not really stopping like someone's purse being robbed. I think at the same time, it's uh, it really highlights the difference in the heroes that we, we look up to and that we really uh, identify with. Mm. Like me, I've always been more uh, street level. Mm. I always thought it was more because of the simplicity of what they do, you know, stop a mugging, uh, all that type of stuff. Mm. I think it's also the individual attraction. Like, uh, I'll smile when I read like little Batman comics of like Bruce, you know, he stops a mugging and like comforts like a like a child or something like that mm. little personal interactions mm. um and i think that's what i really really gravitate towards in terms of stories and kind of, in general i actually was going to bring up one thing because you know this is kind of like a follow-up to our conversation on spider-man mm. um and like life lessons from in in the sense of like it made me once again think of like the, the spider-man comic where he's teaching math and i think you said that same yeah. day you were teaching math too right yeah. um so yeah that's sort of um for me it's always been greater than life heroes i guess mm-hmm. maybe because that's something i always want to be i always want to like inspire people and leave like a lasting impression on as as much people as possible and so those characters have been the one who who influenced me like when i read their comics and i can see you know or even watching their movies and they're giving those inspirational speeches it it motivates me and reminds mm-hmm. me to keep doing what i'm doing and to keep pushing on and to remind myself like to have hope I know I know I know it's, <laughs> it's ironic the fact and, and cliche the fact that I use the word hope but that's essentially it like they remind me they remind me of myself and they, and they in many ways they keep me grounded in terms of like the things that matter to me mm-hmm. and also like what they do to people like when people are like like I remember um um in one of the uh what was what was it? The, the the MCU um news channel I forgot W-H-I-H I can't remember what it stood for I don't remember the specifics of it, but I know it yeah. starts with a W. Yeah, exactly. 
And I remember one of the, you know, like how they have like, you know, like in the news, they would always have like those, I guess, news updates or small little news updates like CNN yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of them was like, um, a uh, guy who was once paraplegic decided to, what was it called? He decided to run in a marathon because Captain America inspired him. Hmm. Even though Captain didn't talk to the person at all, but that guy is inspired by Cap. Like that, that means a lot to me. The fact that I'm able to inspire people. Yeah, I guess it really just comes down to like, I, I want to inspire people because like, I've gone through things. And not to say I'm like, I've gone through more things than others, but I'm just like, yeah. whatever you've gone through, you can get through. Because like, whether it's a learning challenge, like how I have, or, you know, um, you know, the issue, you know, with my dad's health, like, you can get through those things. I've been through those things. Other people have been through those things. You can get through those things too. Mm-hmm. And to kind of, you know, share those stories I have like through this channel to talk about those experiences and to share like those experiences with you guys and the experience that you guys go through too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've had to learn that like if I want to, as you said, like one of the things that, that hurt me in terms of like where I worked before is I was trying to be the teacher assistant and the teacher at the same time. That's tough. There's two jobs. Yeah, actually, that's Essentially. a good point. That yes, yeah, two jobs. I never looked at it that way actually. Yeah. Um, and so I've had to learn that I have to pick one, and I also have to understand, like, just like with anything in life, there's consequences. Yeah. If you want to teach a group, you have to understand that just no matter where you are, there's going to be kids that fall through the crack. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about that? You can't. You can't stop the kids from falling through the cracks. It's just it's life. And, you know, it's control, right? And so what are you going to sort of do about that? Like, even for me, in terms of the manga group, I understand that, like, I'm going to need to have some of the kids, some of the older ones, be more capable to help others that, like, are, once again, you know, falling through the cracks, if that makes sense. Yeah. I can't handle that. Like, I'm one person, once again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's... Um, that's what I've learned to do. Really learning to, to like I said, trust in the games. <laughs> I like that. I like that expression. Yeah, like that's really what I've had to learn. Like they're they're out there and they're helping people. They may not do this whole grand thing or whatever it may be, but they're out there. They're helping people. They're life coaches. They're personal trainers. They're teachers. They're teacher assistants. Whatever the term is, but they're out there and they're helping the kids that need that help. Mm-hmm. And I'm not alone. I guess that's what it really comes down to realizing that I'm not alone. Um, and so it really kind of. Yeah, puts me in a space of, yeah, trust. So I'm learning to just trust trust the process and trusting in others when it comes to that. I don't know how it is for you in terms of, like, if you have to deal with, like, those sort of consequences. Like, you know, maybe you did want to be a teacher, but you cared too much. I don't know how it is for you. I think um, the, the way I've learned the most of my lessons is uh, with my previous, well, I still do it part-time in my uh, tutoring job. And uh, I've experienced, like, tutoring, like, a decent-sized groups occasionally. Like, now I just do three, but during, let's say, exam periods, like, it would be, like, a good table of ten. Um, That's a lot of attention. Considering how, like, particular you get the attention. Absolutely. Um, and I just... I don't mind doing it, but I realize that I, I prefer to be a finer instrument instead of, like, a wide net. Um, and it really comes down to like, how do you derive your happiness? What makes you happy? Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy, you won't be effective. And how did you narrow it down? Like, how did you realize you want to be the fine instrument? Like how I said, I want to be broad. Like, how did you, I wasn't able to measure progress as easily when I looked in a group. Really? Yeah. Because okay. let's say when I taught a group, um, 
they understood the material, they performed decently. Sure. Um, compared to the interactions I've had with individuals, you know, they they come back like, listen, I actually passed my exam. I'm really happy for what you uh, what you did, and it's just it makes more sense mathematically for me, you know, because all that energy is being concentrated towards one, one person instead yeah. of being spread out. So obviously, the return from said student is going to be mm. much. So it makes it happier. Yeah. So in return, it makes me want to do that, and that's how I realized that I would probably make a fantastic teacher, no doubt, mm. but. I would not be as happy teaching as instead of what I'm doing now. Because that's, at the end of the day, how I derive my happiness. Mm. Okay. That's probably What's one of the... Um, I want to ask, what's one, one of the biggest lessons that you've learned from, like, in terms of uh, how you relate to your characters and how that's influenced your, your, your career choices and what you decide to, and what you decide to do? Hmm. Quite like how is like Peter and like Matt, you know? I actually, Dick. yeah, Dick, Bruce, all of my street level heroes. There's one lesson I've taken really to heart from all of them mm-hmm. is that change is slow, very very slow, uh, and also patience is a virtue. Like if you look at let's say all the vigilantes and the things they do, they help people on an individual basis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm gonna use Batman as an example because the situation is really highlighted. Like he's trying to more or less stop crime. Sure, but he's doing it one person at a time, and he doesn't get, well, there's times he does get discouraged, but at the end of the day, he's happy of what he's doing, because he knows that eventually, it adds up. There are certain comics that, you know, like, there was one comic where he, GCPD got a bunch of letters addressed to Bruce, uh, not Bruce, uh, Batman, Batman. Um, and it was, they all had a mini story of how Batman specifically touched this person's life. And it add up. It was a huge bag. And one night, he just took a break from uh, saving the city and read each of them individually. Sure. And he he realized the impact that he was having. And he knows that you know crime can't be eradicated today nor tomorrow. Maybe not even in his lifetime. But he still feels that slowly but surely these things add up. And it's the same for any street level hero um, that doesn't try to let's say tackle the whole system or. Uh, change how everything works. Like even Daredevil, who has a very great understanding of the legal system, knows that probably he won't see crime be eradicated. Definitely not. Um, but he still derives his pleasure from helping people every day, the individual. Same with Peter, and even same with Dick. Actually, the entire Bat family, except for Jason. <laughs> I'll comment on Jason. Jason Todd. I'm not gonna comment on that. Um, what I want to say. Um, didn't Peter also get the same thing? Letters? Isn't that like where the, the whole him, like, um, well, not letters, but people, there was that, there was something, because that's what led yeah. to the comic about, you know, him teaching that kid math, like, I think people were telling. It was a, it was some sort of, I, I'm most likely wrong, but I think it was some sort of podcast, then people were going around, there was someone going around interviewing, mm. and the last person to interview was actually Peter, and he talked about Spider-Man, which was really interesting. Oh. And they're saying like, oh, um, how does Spider-Man affect your life? And then that's what led with the uh, Spider-Man teaching the algebra to uh, the child. Mm. Uh, they're saying like how he's touched their lives and how it changed. It was a good issue. It was a very good issue. Probably like one of the best issues of its year for Spider-Man. Hands down. Actually, easily. Sounds like Tomasi Superman for me. Hmm. Um, I guess for me, it's like the way, like, the same as you're talking about the letters and, you know, podcasts. 
for me, it's the way, like, Cap or Superman, Kai as well, X, the way they would give speeches and how that would affect others and how they feel and see themselves in the world around them. Like, that's always a thing that's, like, motivating, inspiring, because it inspires me, like, whenever, like, like I think I'm, I'm like, one of the things that has, one of the comics that, that's coming up at the top of my head was, like, the Travel of Luther, and, um... There's the Superman comics. I forgot the other one. Action comics. Yeah. I have an action comics. And, like, I really love how, like, there's there's a fear of, like, Lex Luthor becoming the next Dark Side. And he's like, we have no proof of that. And the reason I wear the S on my chest is because I always feel that I, I, I've committed myself to the idea that no one, we cannot try an innocent man unless there's proof that he's done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And that everybody has a capacity for good. We cannot, you know, snuff out someone's potential because of a fear of what might be and i'm like i just i love this guy <laughs> i love this guy i'm like that that just hit me um that's why i always just yeah i always love those characters and how they, they remind me of like what matters most to me i remember even in terms of guilty gear kai was like talking to soul and kai was telling soul that you know hope is is wanting as much as like human beings are like very destructive to the planet, like what's wrong with wanting? I know this comes ironic for you. What's wanting with one more bottle of whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> um, and for him, that's that's what hope means mm-hmm. to just really have like, oh, I just want to do this one more time. I just want to like enjoy life again. And what's wrong with human beings wanting that? That's the perp- That's what drives us, right? To like just yeah. want a little bit more and to enjoy life a little bit better. And that's what creates the concept of hope. And that's the sort of thing that's always sort of motivated me. I want to give, you know, people hope. And, you know, when I'm with a lot of people, just getting them to, like, talk and express themselves it really, and getting people to challenge the way they think and see, see things, that's what, that's when I see progress the fastest. Yeah. Because I'm seeing people, because as I'm creating that, just the same as, like you said, you focus on one, and that allows you as, like, you know, like Spider-Man and, like, Batman, it allows you to focus on, like, one person because as you has that attention it facilitates that as i'm with the group i'm getting everyone to share and to support one another i guess i like creating a space i get i like to create a community a space of community and i've i've learned one of the things that one of the things i'm strong at you know with what i was able to do with the montreal scene with you mad yeah you know i was able to create a montreal funding game scene like i create spaces where everyone can support one another i'm very i'm very good at that and so that's the sort of thing that that matters to you just creating a space where everyone can talk and connect and build and grow and help one another grow. It's not just me doing it. It's like, oh, like, like you know how, um, how one of our friends was telling us that he's wants to get into coding and I told okay. him about uh, Ken and how he's in coding. That's the sort of thing I mean, to just create that sense of like community where we're all able to help each other. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you're doing this. Oh, well, I know someone else is also doing this. Let's, you know, connect. Let's yeah. collaborate. Let's build together. And even the same case, like in terms of like my relationships too, let's, let's help, let's grow, let's build and so on and so forth. That's the sort of thing that, that sort of matters to me. Okay. So, um, and that's why I've learned, I would say, especially since our conversation last time with regards to Spider-Man's helped me learn the idea of like building what progress looks like and then working as a team. Cause like really and truly where I worked before, cause you know, <laughs> I was a teacher and a teacher assistant. There's no way I'm having team yeah. support, right? But who's to say, did I really want that team support? Maybe I wanted to be that person that was doing everything. That's true. Right? 
Um, I would say definitely wanted to be, well, because I'm encouraged to do it too. I was initially reluctant because I know what it's like. I know what it's like, and this is what happened to me, you know, in terms of like, you know, like my job career changes and, you know, what happened to me in the past. Yeah. Um, in the sense of I've understood specifically from Iron Man 2 hmm. and Iron Man's world's most wanted man, you know, the, my least favorite Iron Man arc. I still did take hmm. lessons away from it. Mm-hmm. In a sense of like when you when you become when you become that guy that person when you make a mistake, it's that much heavier. When you're doing good, it's great, but when you do when you when something goes wrong, it goes severely like um, downhill yeah. because you're that person. Everyone like looks at you. Just everyone kind of that regard. exactly. I don't know. Did you watch um, uh, Vinland Saga? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ask a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Like, he was revered, and people, like, people, I can't, people, like, I think they were calling, like, he did, yeah, they were saying, like, you know, his flaws, they were saying, like, he doesn't make mistakes. Like, of course he makes mistakes, he's human. But the thing is, he was always making such right decisions, Yeah. and he never really, like, allowed people around him to get to know him more, that, like, it caused his soldiers to kind of see him a very particular day that, like, you know, towards the end of the season... When things weren't going his way, they're like, I don't know. I don't know if we should follow him, mm-hmm. right? Because he was a bit, he's was he been that guy the whole time. But yeah. now, because, like, he has so much weight on him whenever things aren't working out, like, now everything is entirely his fault. But the same as everything was entirely, everything went right entirely because of him. Now everything's going entirely wrong because of him. Yeah. And so going through those experiences, I've seen that. And so that's why I've always been kind of reluctant to step up in life. Okay. Because I knew, like, if I make a mistake, like, you're going to live it, yeah. right? And I experienced that. So, um, but I also know that, like, if you also focus on that, then you're never going to get any, you're never going to go anywhere if you're just going to focus on mistakes. Mm-hmm. And more so, even in terms of, like, as much as, like, um, his, like, Ascal- like in, sp- in the case of Ascalad, yeah. as much as, like, his soldiers were idealizing him he also never made the effort to ground himself yeah. to them he never let them know like he like they they found out at the end they're like oh yeah i don't like you what was it like his uh saxons i don't like you Sax. was it the saxons that he didn't like i can't remember i feel like saying it was the saxons yeah yeah, yeah he's like i don't like you saxons and they're like wait what he's like mm-hmm. yeah it was only uh boar yeah boar was like his only true friend and yeah, the other rest, they didn't know that because, like, he never let them get to know him. He let them, he led more as, like, uh, an image than, like, a person. He was content. To, he was an idea. Uh, yeah, he was an ideal. Like, yeah. he was a figure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really a person as such, like, people fail. But, like, when you are constantly idealizing someone, they're never going to, you're never going to really get to know them. Yeah. And so, I've also known, like, it's important for me to, like, explain people who I am and how I am as a person because otherwise like they're going to have like a warped perception of me and that's created problems before mm. um like um like I remember one time there was this young girl I was talking to and like I was talking like Deb and I had an argument she's like you guys argue I'm like yes <laughs> like any other person we're not just this ideal perfect couple that just you know somehow just gets along all the time like that doesn't exist yeah that's not an aspect of me that's that's real so um yes that's some of the stuff i learned um and just really understanding that um i 
I cannot help everybody. I can only create the space for everyone. Not even that. I can't help everyone, but I can create the space for people to get helped. Mm -hmm. That's the best I can do. And so that's really what I've had to learn in terms of like really doing my best to ground myself through like um, my work on YouTube yeah. and just realizing that like create the space, but you can't facilitate everything. Because I think at the end of the day, what's important is that everyone has not necessarily a calling, but a role that they fit most. And once you find that, I think it's best that you uh, dedicate all your energy to said role. And that's when you'll be the most effective and probably how you'll be the most happy. Yeah, it's true. Like, really finding like purpose, yeah. and I feel like I feel like a lot of people can learn that from the heroes that they, that they look up to, and like you know what they do. You know, maybe maybe like for you, like you love Daredevil. You didn't decide to be a lawyer, right? You mm. probably could have been. It was uh, all man, I won't lie. I'm not sure. You're you're very you're very good at you're very you're very book smart. Mm. You also I'm not saying you're not street smart, but you're you're very book smart. Like you're very learned. Right, and then more so, you're very good at, I guess, debating. That'd be the word, debating, and and you're good. You're a good orator. There we go. That'd be the best word of word, wording. You. You're very good at orating. You're very good at talking. So yeah, I could have seen you do it, but like, yeah, you decide to be, you know, a teacher assistant, right? Yeah. And so, um, that's definitely not Daredevil, but you help people on an individual level, like like Daredevil does. As even at him as lawyer, he's not helping like companies, right? Exactly. Which is a lot of people. He's like, yo, this one homeless lady. Mm-hmm. I'll help you handle that parking ticket. I got you. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the sort of thing that I mean, I feel like a lot of people could learn that in terms of the characters that they love and what they do and to find purpose in that. Um, another question I want to ask you is, um, have some of your life goals been influenced by like the, the characters that inspire you? That's actually a very good question. Have they been hmm, changed? If anything, I think... Uh where I want to be in the future mm. is um, inspired more from you know I use for Spider-Man as an example but the shortcomings of certain heroes because uh, you know as you know I love Spider-Man but one problem he has constantly is the fact he hasn't built anything for himself per se uh, okay. like right. he's Peter is uh, probably maybe comic was is like a bit younger I mean, like probably I think uh, 28, 28, 27. Yeah. But he's still... Um, I think he's 28 in, in uh, PS4 Spider-Man 2, right? Uh, no, he's 26. 26. That 26. Never rings, uh, yeah. rings a bell. But he's more um, like he... At the beginning of the current run of Amazing, uh, he moved in with uh, Randy. Randy is a... What's that other guy's name? Robbie? Right, he works at Daily Bugle. Rob. Robbie Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. His uh, son... Uh, Randy, he moved in with him. They got an apartment, but it, was, oh. it wasn't a fancy apartment. So they were like, you know, we need something cheap to apartment. Mm. So it's like, in terms of that, he didn't seem to be going anywhere. Mm. Um, and what does he do for work? Um, I don't remember. He hasn't been to. His stories have been really focused on being Spider Man, mm. but he's always going from job to job. And that's why I love more when he was a teacher, because I mm. found it fit. Um, but he didn't build anything for himself, even relationship-wise. Although now he got back with Mary Jane, they finally allowed it. <laughs> yeah, they finally did. I'm so happy. But he, uh, at least he's building that. But he hasn't built anything. That's the lesson I took from that: is that it's important to build because otherwise you'll have struggles. Mm. That's why I'm trying to like you know establish myself in terms of a nice stable job that mm. I can get pleasure out of. Mm. And then maybe hopefully this year I'm going to move out and something and 
build from there. Mm. Um, and I'd say even uh, Daredevil. Uh, that makes sense. But you never really spoke about that before. Not in a negative sense, but yeah. you never really like shared such thoughts until like because I remember you were telling me about it earlier today, mm-hmm. like a couple hours ago actually. So exactly. that's really interesting. I didn't. I never. I never thought that that's how you looked at, and that's what how you, why you've been moving the way you've been moving lately. And I think the influence-wise, a lot has come from Bruce and the things that... Uh, I say Bruce, I don't mean Batman, I mean Bruce. Because his plans for, say, for Gotham, he's trying to build a legacy um, and furthering his plans. Like, he has mm, steps uh, in place, and I think it's important to have those steps and further yourself. Mm. So I think he has had a huge play in um, how I've been moving through life as well. And the things I've taken away from his negative mindset... Is he, you know, he's Batman, but sometimes he's not happy depending on the writer. That's true. And, you know, he suffers for it. Uh, hence the reason I decided it was very important to be happy in what I do. So, like, uh, purpose and happiness, essentially. Yeah. Long term purpose and happiness, sorry. Yeah, so I, I want to be, um, you know, to find that happiness that he's not able to obtain mm. as much, which is unfortunate. Mm. Well, okay, well, now now I feel like I have to go twofold. Um, in terms of, like like I said, purpose, it would be, like, you know, what I've seen, like, X do, what I've seen Mega Man X, what I've seen, you know, Cap do, what I've seen... I would say I would focus more on X and, like, Kai and Guilty Gear, because mm-hmm. they've created, like, a community. They've created, like, a, a, a place for people to be safe. Yes, in Mega Man X, it got warped and whatnot, I get it, yeah. but the point is, he created an Elysium. He created like a sanctuary for pe- for for reploids, robots, and for people to exist. Mm-hmm. He 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 accomplished it, um, and um, yeah, I guess I look at it differently. So like for X and Kai, in the sense like they they, they built something, yeah, and then for Cap and Superman, they symbolize something. People, if they see the shield, if they see the S, they know what it's about. Yeah. Both within our real world. And within their own world, if they see that they know it, it, it stands for something, it means something, it's very, it stands for immutable ideals and values. Like, it, it doesn't change. It's this thing. No matter what, all the time, all day, every day, say it with your chest. <laughs> um, and that's the sort of thing that, like, I, I want to be to. I don't know how that would ever look like in my life. Maybe it would be Blackwater Talks. Blackwater Talks as, like, you know, my brand. Maybe it'll be that. Mm-hmm. But that's the sort of thing that, like, I respect about them. And then in terms of, like, like I said, Kai and X, it's really just building something. And that's really the direction I'm moving in. Because I've realized, I mean, that's what, that's one of the, one of the things I really excel at. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, you know, like, as much as, like, you know, money and so on, so on and so forth are important to learn to build on, like, the language of money, as they say. I've learned a lot of things in the recent months. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's also about, um, for me building something and then in terms of in terms of like their downsides i guess because as you mentioned that i would say in terms of cap which is a challenge for me it's something i've really been working on i actually have a therapist now that you know i've really been working on that with mm-hmm. it's leaving work at home or i'd like to say the work you know cap's a soldier right like you remember in age of ultron mm-hmm. i know it's not one of your favorite movies but you remember what ultron <laughs> said where it's like captain america god's righteous man you know pretending to you can live with no no world without war that you know had a really big impact on me um and so i've really been doing my best to kind of yeah not carry work with me mm-hmm. uh doing my best not to do that and to kind of create boundaries with people 
um, whether it's like my mom asking too much for me emotionally or even in terms of like um, this week, you know, I'm on vacation. First mm-hmm. of my life, I'm actually on paid vacation um, and I'm doing my best not to talk with my kids. Even though like it's a simple message, but I'm like, I have to learn that like if you start doing that, then like mm-hmm. when are you going to stop? When are you ever really on like a vacation? Whenever you actually when separate? When do you actually hang up your tights? Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. So that's really what I've been working on doing. I guess that's really, like, as we spoke about, like, you know, with um, my recent experience with my girlfriend, I feel like that's kind of, like, the direction I'm going in because, like, I need, it's important for me to have peace when I'm home because I don't really get that on the outside. I don't say people, like, trying to, like, fight me all the time, but in a sense of, like, like, we're helping people. It, it It's taxing. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's evidence that shows, and I'm sure you've, you know this too, like, the people you're trying to help when people who are trying to help others are more likely to get sick and worn out than the people that they're helping. Yeah, I've heard that. So really like learning to like pace myself and what that means and, and creating that, once again, that sort of boundaries, hanging up the tights. And um, so that's been like one of the things I've been uh, doing my best to do. And really just like, yeah, taking care of myself. Self-care has been a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Dev has been really um, uh, a good support system when it comes to that. Yeah. I realize it's a lot easier for me to like even though, like, I'm, it's not like I'm, I'm living in a box and I, I bought a mansion for someone, but, like, it's a lot easier for me to, to help others than to, like, help myself. It's a lot easier for me to buy others' gifts and to, like, make sure, like, I got the gift that I want for me yeah. and to focus on getting myself that gift for me and not waiting for someone to do it, which is, you know, unsaid expectations, which is going to lead to unhappiness. And then more so, um, uh, learning to treat myself. Mm-hmm. reward myself like how I have the you know Captain America's call parade that's a, that's a symbol of that as much as you know you know Cap's a symbol <laughs> but like buying that was really a, a a gift to me and rewarding myself and committing myself to doing something that matters to me has since creating those goals have they have they shifted all with the characters that matter to you the shifting what sense like okay so for me I've you know wanted to help people but I've also realized that like I want to help people in a very specific way so I've learned that like I want to do I've really had to come to terms with like I said in our conversation mm-hmm. it's a group it's a, it's a building it's a okay. it's a community that's that's the only thing that works for me right now because that's just how my, my mind from it maybe it is because of an unhealthy connection with Captain America and the others or maybe it's just that's just really how I am I need I work better in groups I work better in like mm-hmm. having 50 people as opposed to like two and working with that working with the, the that frame in mind like even right now where i work i'm actually in the process of creating a a new system of community outreach okay. with um with where i'm working with uh yeah that's my dehumidifier i'm creating a new system on community outreach now okay. so i'm not i'm moving away from like just really doing programs because programs are kind of more along the lines of what you do mm-hmm. we're working with individuals i'm like that doesn't work for me I don't even think that's effective. Like, even really, truly, like, about to speak honestly with you, like, I'm working in Galloway area. And I, with your experience, too, uh, and with all our friends' experience, like, one of the things that hit me the other day was, like, Galloway's always been poor. Why? Hmm. Like, we have poor areas in the world. Why are they always poor? Yeah. Why are they not been rich? Why is there not a, you know, a fluctuation even? Why is this place always poor? What is going on for this place to be poor this whole time? It's not new. It's been going on. So why is it, why is it still like that? Yes, I get like what you were saying in terms of like change takes time, but like nothing's changed. Mm. So why? 
those are those are the recent things that have been coming in my head. I don't really expect an answer from you or from me. Mm-hmm. Is that I'm like, why is Galloway always poor? Why is Melbourne always poor? Why are certain boroughs in New York always poor? Why is, why is the Bronx always poor? Whatever it is. Why are these places, they've been poor. We've known they're poor. They're still poor. Why are they still poor? It's good for the thought. It's, uh, obviously, the, only, uh, the answer would not be very straightforward. Exactly. It'd be multi-layered. And exactly. You talk about hours about the masses of that. Exactly. But it's like, they're, they've been poor. They've always been poor. It's like they've never not been poor. Mm. So, and if anything, maybe they had money and then, you know, maybe like, you know, with Detroit, you know, like, you know, the car manufacturers moved elsewhere. And so now it's destitute, like, you know, like I said, Detroit or parts of Detroit, but like really and for the most part, like, you know, like we're not just from Queensbridge, like it's always been poor. Why hasn't that changed yeah. ever? It's been the same. That's very strange. And for something not to change within human existence, it's kind of weird. Mm. But like we're known for change. Like we never stay the same. Yeah, that's true. So those are some of the things I've been thinking about, but that's that's a bit of a separate note. But um, yeah, we're creating a new system on helping kids find purpose and like building because like I've always wanted to help kids um, find more purpose in life quicker. Because like yes, we were all able to you, me, and all of our group of friends, we've been able to support each other and find purpose and find help us find direction and self identity. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't have that. A lot of kids don't have that. A lot of people don't. A lot of kids don't have that direction or really being in a space where they're able to critically think about themselves like how do I learn what matters to me what do I want to do what makes me happy it's like oh you know I'll just you know play video games all day <laughs> not that that's a bad thing we're all gamers right but like yep. there's only so much gaming can do exactly so um, yeah so I'm more in the space of like creating like a system right now that's what matters to me not so much like um, teaching that kid how to read properly I understand that yeah so cause like I'm like Teaching him how to read is good, mm-hmm. but his community support, why is that? That's more, I guess that's where more that's of my mind is. Yeah. yeah, that's where my mind is. I'm like, it's great if we, because like, it does matter because that kid can turn into something and, you know, so on and so forth. But I'm like, why is your area still poor? Because as long as your area is still poor, people are going to think poor. And the thing I've had to learn, like, very recently is, like, poverty is a mentality. Like, I even had a conversation with my mom about, like, some of the choices that, like, her and my dad were unable to make because of the way they thought. Okay. So, like, I'm like, why is that? Why are these things still happening? Like, I'm even thinking lately in terms of, like, you know, certain community events, you know, how, you know, there'd be, you know, free stuff, school bags, whatever. I'm like, are we allowing a poverty mentality within that? just, uh, how do you put it? Are we just, you know, feeding the cycle? Exactly. And not making the effort to break it. To exactly. More? Exactly. So, those are even some of the stuff I've been, that's been on my mind. Like, you know, we are helping that kid in your class, but it's like, what... What is his home life like? Why is his parents not picking up, you know, the slack? And because that's often what happens, right? The parents are working around the clock, whatever it is, so they can't help the they can't help the kid. So it's now it's up to you to help the kid to teach him how to read. But it's just like, mm-hmm. what if you weren't there? Not to say you're this defining factor, because that's a conversation I've had with Africa. But like, what if you weren't there? What if these things weren't there? Now this kid's gonna fall behind because his parents are working all day to cover their taxes because they don't know, like how to do income tax really properly and mm-hmm. it just like do you get what I'm trying to say there's a lot of things that are going it's on it's a vicious cycle exactly so that's really some of the stuff I've been thinking about so I don't know if you have any thoughts on that but that's just yeah that's just what I've been thinking about and like well the way I see it is like you know there are big problems but um, you know I, I tackle problems like that like literally 1% of the time it's just how I'm most effective I wouldn't 
know where to start with a problem like that. Mm. But as I said, I, I define myself like a um, a fine fine instrument. Yeah, fine instrument. Yeah, you know, like there are those. Like I feel yourself. like I'm trying to see that in some, one of your favorite characters' comics. I feel like I did, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Batman, I think, referred to himself as a scap, a scap, scalpel, scalpel once. I feel that he would say that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, that's uh, it's just how I operate. It's how I'm most effective. Mm. You know, that if everyone were to do what they're most effective at, I think uh, the results would be very, very, very uh, significant. It's true. It's true. Um, so that's really how I've decided. To, like, let me focus on what I'm really good at. Because exactly. the conversation with you, I'm like, I can't do what you do. I can't do what you do. The same as you said, you can't be a teacher. Like, I can't do what you do. I can't sit with this one kid and get him to read. It just frustrates me. I'm like, oh my gosh, it should not be this difficult to get you to read. Mm. Especially since you're like, I don't want to read. But you have a problem. Like, you had um, comprehension problems. I'm like, you'll not improve your comprehension if you don't you read. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm sitting here with, for, with you for two hours. I'm like, I really don't want to do this right now. <laughs> help me help you. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so, um, I don't know how long this conversation has been. Um, wow. Okay. That's been a, that's been a pretty good length. Uh, I don't know if you have any clothing thoughts when it comes to, you know, people finding purpose in the characters that matter to them and the characters that resonate with them and, um, finding well, direction. Well, actually, you know, in terms of closing statements, um, not say it pertains to the characters per se, but I would say... What I've seen a lot of people struggle with, especially the people that are younger, is you know, there's always that stress of like, oh, I'm going to end up not knowing what to do, and um, then well, how will I make money? Just take your time. Try things. Um, you'll eventually find something that likes, but you shouldn't get discouraged. Always you know, have the courage to try out new things, and you'll eventually find your calling. Essentially what you're saying is like, just be open-minded. Be open-minded. You never know. And as a good friend of mine reminds me, um, one of my favorite sayings is that you don't know what you don't know. So you should keep that in mind. I prefer Hatake Kakashi. I don't know if you remember. I always reference this. But you remember um, beginning of Naruto? Mm -hmm. Where um, they're trying to learn how to run on... Uh, they're trying to control the chakra number to, to walk yeah. on water and to run on trees. And like, you know, Sakura like flushed the, the trial she like did it super easy because you know she has perfect chakra control even mm -hmm. as a kid but you know Sas Naruto and Sasuke are trash <laughs> um, and Kakashi's trying to teach them and they just kept failing and then Kakashi's like right now you don't know and you don't even know that you don't know yes okay I remember you don't that. even know that you don't know so you once you I can't even teach you because you don't even know that you don't know once you realize that you don't know then you can start knowing Mm -hmm. But you don't even know that you don't know. Mm. So that's really what, like, my thing is, especially for, like, like, I feel like for, like, teens, you feel like you know, but you don't know, you don't know Jack. Yeah. I feel like within your 20s, you know, we're all out of our 20s at this point. I feel like you learn a lot about, you start actually, know, you start, you really, you start realizing that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like right now, how, they, how I see 30s is like, right now, I don't know a lot of things, but I, I know some things. Like, I know mm -hmm. one or two things. Not five, one or two things. Mm -hmm. And that's all I can really go off of. I can't, mm -hmm. I'm not really going to say I know a lot of things. I've learned throughout my 20s. I don't know. I don't know Jack. Mm -hmm. But like, I know one or two things. And like, that's really just what, what the life cycle is. I don't know what, it's, what we, I'm going to say about like, th what 30s like when we hit our, when we hit our 40s. Mm -hmm. But that's how I see it. I'm like, I know a couple things. Pretty sure we'll have another uh, 
another video at some point in our forties and talk about like, oh, thirties we knew two or three things, and uh, now we know oh, four. I was about to say like, oh, we know four <laughs> things. Like that's that's it. You spend a whole decade learning one thing. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> it was great. Don't regret anything. Right? Yeah, like that's been like a, 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 a schism between. Is it schism or schism? I don't even know the word. It's schism. When it was schism. I need. Okay. Yeah, we we'll double down. We we'll double down on schism. <laughs> and like, well, um, is like, cause my girlfriend, she's like in her. I was about to say you was actually the man over there. Yeah. Um, when you're in like your twenties, cause like there's times like my girl is like, oh, why don't you try this thing? I'm like, I, I've, I've done this before. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't work for me. It's like, but you don't know. I'm like, actually, this is one of the few things I do know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know a lot of things. This here, mm-hmm. I know. It's my one of two things that I do. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, she's asking me to, like, take on, like, more than one job to, like, cover my finances and whatnot. I'm like, I'm going to get sick if I do this. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you don't know. I'm like, actually, yeah, I did. Because, like, I actually got sick when I did this. Yeah. So Speaking actually, from experience here. Exactly. So, um, and so I've learned how to, like, just move money around a lot better lately because of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like... I'm not going to take another job because, like, I'm done with where I worked before. But, like, I'm, like, I am going to, like, move money around. Where I be, and I've been able to cover, like, my finances because of it. Because of the things I learned. <laughs> One of two things. Exactly. That was the second thing I learned. <laughs> I don't have a third thing I learned, though. Yet. Yet. Mm-hmm. Was, oh, yeah, true. Because we are in our 30s. We have, like, a decade to figure out one thing. We just started our 30s. <laughs> right? No. One thing. So, yeah. Um, I really hope that this can really... Um, Give people a sense of guidance and purpose. For me, like I said, you know, Superman, Captain America, Kai from Guilty Gear, Mega Man X, All Might, um, Deku from Hero. Like, those are the characters that have given me direction. They just want to help people and help as many people as they can. Mm-hmm. So, and for you to be the fine instrument of helping the individual with whatever hurdles that they have. So. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming up once again. Oh, no problem. Wingless Boy Wonder. Uh, And uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this. Be out. Peace.